Hey everyone, welcome to the second session of Quark Software's Close the Content Loop webinar series, our regular talks about all things content lifecycle management. My name is Emerson Welch and I'm here with my colleague Sam Courtney. Hi Sam. Hey folks, it's great to be back Emerson. So Sam, here's today's question. Do automated workflows enhance content collaboration? Well, I'll start us off by saying that in general, when we talk to organizations, most of them don't have any specific workflows defined for reviewing and approving their content. Even some of the world's largest companies don't have a collaboration workflow at all of any kind. Um, I would say that comes a bit of a shock, wouldn't you say, Sam? Yeah, it's staggering, Emerson. You'd think something that's so important to operational efficiencies, brand management, corporate strategy success, would be under stricter control. I'd say though that there are plenty out there who have parts of the process covered by built-in content management or work management systems. So they're not completely manual, uh, but we know that optimizing processes requires end-to-end -end workflow automation. Yeah. Do you think do you think it's a maturity issue? Well, it could be for some. If their content strategy isn't mature enough, then employees argue that a workflow system may slow them down or create unnecessary steps. Often though, this is disproved quickly when workflows go in, as they find there are benefits to workflows in all levels of content maturity, particularly when publishing to more than one output channel. Right, right, yeah. I mean, well, I guess that leads me to start cutting through the argument for um, for automated content workflows. I mean, why do we need them? And I guess the reasons they don't always need to be that complex, do they? Right, yeah, that's right, Emerson. Simple web-based workflows for content review and approval with just a few automated statuses or stages greatly improves the quality control right from the get-go. The fact that workflows are centralized on the web means you can loop individuals or groups of users into the flow from one place. And this fixes the fragmentation issues you get with multiple stakeholders trying to get concurrent access. Right, yeah. Um, yeah, I know from experience how difficult it is to have comments, edits, change requests, replacement assets all coming in separately on different emails links to folders in Dropbox, SharePoint, and so on. And especially when you factor in things like deadlines and people's roles. Yeah, exactly. The critical information uh, needed for risk management, compliance control, or copyrights and branding can be lost in email threads. They can be left behind in old versions and unintentionally skirted over by the authors if it's not clearly highlighted and carried through the stages to create that traceability from beginning to end. And without being tagged to versions as part of a version history, the, the changes and edits can often be lost forever without any audit trail of why they were passed over, why they were ignored or modified. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, imagine the situation, regulator comes knocking on your door, asked to see where and why the, the mandatory content was changed on a product label. You've got nothing to show, have you? 
the audit logging to version history is, is critical. This can be a downfall for a company, particularly in a highly regulated industry. Okay, so you've mentioned statuses a few times now. I, I want to pick up on those. Uh, a status is the key to workflow success. Uh, our statuses or stages in workflows, I guess, are the intermediary points during a workflow lifecycle where action occurs by users. And these statuses are typically defined as a as a set of tasks performed to achieve some result on the content that is being processed. Uh, these tasks could be simple, they could be rigorous, uh, but the user or users will be acting as the mechanism to, to modify the content in some matter to prepare it for the next status in the workflow lifecycle. Exactly. Let me show you some examples of how this works. So here you can see the manage workflow steps for the document workflow in our court publishing platform. We're focused on the essay review status or stage, and the essay stands for system analyst in this case. You'll note we've assigned two transitions from the essay review status, draft and compliance review. QPP comes packaged with many example workflows and allows any custom workflow to be created from existing workflows or from scratch. There are several other options to control the workflow behavior, including the use of redlining during the status, which is the ability to track changes made by the users to the content. You can also control the role access for each status. The workflow screens can similarly be accessed for an entire content set or just by specific sections, meaning you can process content through workflows in the full content set condition or by component sections. Component sections? Right. So by processing in component sections, you can streamline your review and collaboration tasks and set deadlines for each section. Right, okay. So to clarify, this is the ability to review at a content component or modular level rather than at the entire document level. So wherever those components are being reused, they will be approved automatically without having to review each of those content sets individually. Exactly, That that's right, Emerson. Got it. Okay. If you if you want to learn more about modular content and component reuse, check out episode one of Close the Content Loop on our YouTube channel, where we do dive deeper into it. Um, yeah. So um, so back to you, Sam. Okay. So moving content reviews through statuses can also eliminate bottlenecks and reduce time that users need to complete tasks. You can assign content for reviews, and users can add metadata tags to the content for updates for any status. So this allows metrics to be captured during the workflow steps for analysis and reporting. The left side on the screen shows the status choices that are available for users to select. We see that the content is in the essay review status and can be transitioned to the draft or compliance review statuses by clicking on the status text. Right below the status choices, you can see the available metadata tags that be, be selected for this workflow uh, by each user. So the right side of the screen shows the assignment function to choose the next user or users to perform actions in the workflow. The current user may select a single user, multiple users, or a group, or all of these. 
And the system will notify that user or users for them to perform an action on the content with notification for the content assignment that is sent to a user. And they can see all of their assigned content from the workflows in their own private workspace area under the My Assignments group area. All right. Yeah, I, I can see why it's so much easier, both for the, the content authors, but also for their collaborators and their stakeholders. Exactly. All the changes can be accepted or rejected by the users with the reasons why they chose to make their decisions if a compromise is required. Those comments are tagged to the content through the entire review lifecycle, which creates an auditable trail while simplifying everyone's collaboration experience. Right, exactly. Well, let's, um, let's dive deeper into versioning. Um, so why does version control play such a key role in, in, content, in content production? So version history and comparison is critical for optimal workflow management. As changes are made by the users, it's crucial for the revisions to be captured for audit purposes. Justifications for the edits and the ability to revert to previous versions are mandatory for governance and risk management. In QPP, versions are not only listed from the original content submission, but it also displays the user who's making the changes and the date and time of those changes. So if you wish to view the details, you can select the version number, open the content set to view the actual edits, all the additions and deletions. Additionally, you can also compare the version to any other version and revert back to the original content set for that version, which also creates a new entry in the history log. Right, um, so, so the history log, the, the log being the actual audit trail itself, I guess. Exactly. Okay, no, that's great. So, all right, well, let's um, let's put everything we've talked about into context now. We'll take um, a use case for one of our QPP customers, and we can talk about how they use automated workflows to increase productivity and safeguard their compliance. So, um, so who, who do we have, Sam? So we'll discuss a government customer of ours in Europe. They use QPP to help automate their review and knowledge sharing processes for making critical government decisions. Before they introduced automated digital processes, all their documentation was paper-based and distributed manually. It made collaboration hugely time-consuming delaying national decisions from being made and maintaining a high level of security risk due to the print first nature of the operations. So now with their workflows and processes automated, they can do instantaneous, personalized and dynamic publishing of content, which is flexible to meet different users roles and responsibilities. This has delivered a much more efficient digital first way to create and distribute man and manage sensitive cabinet information and document all comments and feedback through the entire process. So this truly was a digital transformation for the, uh, for the government. 
Absolutely, that that sounds that sounds massive, and what a step forward that would have been for them, um, whilst obviously safeguarding that that compliance. So, great, thanks for that. Um, so let's recap. So here here are three takeaways that that we've uh, that we've been talking about really. So, number one, um, we know that automated workflows remove bottlenecks. Yeah, you you bet. Web based review cycles to create transparency with full non-bounded collaboration for multiple devices while tracking progress and deadlines. Workflows using components also create a streamlined process for all users to manage the content in productive amounts. Right, yeah. And, um, and we talked about this, didn't we, that uh, customizable statuses hold the key. Yes, uh, I really can't emphasize how important statuses are to increasing team productivity and optimizing resources. They give clarity and they ensure accountability with the role-based responsibility. And they also accelerate the time to market conveyor belt. Yeah, I mean, accelerating time to market is such a such a huge benefit in content automation. Uh, the majority of our customers really have that as one of their top priorities. Uh, and, and finally, then the um, Audit trails and version history are absolutely critical. Yeah, especially in highly regulated industries like life sciences, financial services, and heavy complex manufacturing, where non-compliance could spell commercial disaster. So capturing all the changes and providing reversion capability will strengthen the team's confidence, knowing that mistakes are recoverable and not disastrous. Yeah, right. Um, thanks again, Sam. Thanks for watching, everybody.